What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a very special episode of Wake and Jake. Myself, BBD, and Justin Pennick talking Giants, talking football, talking hot. Mm. How are you, Justin Pennick? I'm good, man. I'm good. Take, take them take off. Take headset off. Take them off. Let the hair fall. It's well-dressed. We're day recording this well-dressed Wednesday. We are. Um, you look great, by the way. Thank you. You look great as well. That's thank how you. you start off a show for those in the biz and getting in the biz. BBD, you look great. How, uh, Thank you. You're about to look this great. Mm. Wow. Mm. Um, how are you? About to get the same yeah. shirt. Coming I mean, off an emotional weekend. My New York Football Giants are in yeah. the postseason, and they're not just in the dance; they're dancing. They're big dancing, and they're, they're we big might, time dancing. We might be dancing a little more Saturday night at mm-hmm. Billy's. That's the rumor. Mm-hmm. Billy's in the Bronx, uh, known Yankees bar. And I, I asked Joe's McFly this in a in yeah. a text message. Has Talking Yanks ever hosted an event at Billy's? We have not. Talking Giants hosting an event at Billy's yeah. before Talking Yanks. We've flirted with Billy's. We're friendly with them, mm-hmm. uh, and it just hasn't happened yet. So you guys, wow, you guys are the start. Yeah. Um, so excited for you, Justin. You walked into the room, and you said there's one game that stands out. Yeah. Ahead of all of them, yeah. and I normally we're normally a cron pod. We go in order, mm-hmm. but I think we can go in order of what's the one that stands out because. I think both Sunday options yes. have an argument for that, so I'm interested to see which one you're leaning at. Yeah, definitely Sunday, I think, just as a day is a little bit more enticing as Saturday, but Saturday can be a day that could sneak up on you. Like, oh, like I didn't expect both of these games to go in that direction. When the Giants are up 17-14 at the half, yeah, yeah that's yeah. going to sneak up on us. But uh, Cincinnati-Buffalo, I mean, how is that not okay. the, like, the one game? I mean, this, you can make an argument that Cincinnati and Buffalo are the two best teams in the NFL mm. right now. That you're just basically seeing, you know, if there's a number one, number two team in a power ranking that some people can make, this is what we're going to be seeing Sunday at 3 p.m. Something that is very, very interesting about Josh Allen this year. I like to go right to the stats. I like to go right yeah. to the trends, right? So something that's very interesting about Josh Allen this year, he's airing it out a little bit more than what he did with Brian Dable. I think his average intended air yards is basically the most since his second year in the league. And kind of what happened after the second year in the league, that's when you saw a lot of defenses they started to play a lot more too high. It's like, we're going to adjust to these crazy, explosive offenses because we want to limit the explosive play. So Josh Allen, last year with Brian Dable, kind of curved that in a little bit. This year, airing it out a lot more. Like that not-so-crazy play that you saw that Stephon Diggs and him had last week. But also, so you have the good. You know, the, every rose has its thorn. That's the rose, but the thorn is that some of the some of the interceptions and the turnovers, uh, Josh Allen is kind of really looking for that explosive play, and it's resulting in a few turnovers. I think he, like, leads the NFL in, like, just giving the ball away. Um, they had the interception graphic pop up, and yeah. it was him and... Dak. Dak, that's right. You know, so this, but the trade-off is the explosive play. So it's not like you're talking right. about an offense right. that doesn't get explosives and turns the ball over. Um, like I said, every rose has it has its thorns. So that's that's kind of like a, a it's a very big storyline heading into this weekend because also Joe what Joe Burrow's doing this year is he is kind of just taking what defenses are giving him. His average intended air yards is around the lowest mark that it's been throughout his entire career, and he and he has those weapons. Um, you have three offensive linemen, including the right tackle, Lael Collins, and the left tackle, Jonah Williams. There's another interior guy that's out, I think, and they're hurt for the Bengals. Yeah. So the Bengals are down three starting offensive linemen, but the Bills are without Von Miller, and kind of their pass rush hasn't been the same since then. 
Um, so there's a lot of enticing things about this game, including the, the Bengals' red zone defense as a top 10 unit and the Bills' red zone offense is a top 10 unit in the NFL. So you kind of have strength versus strength going in there. So I am very, very excited to see how this game plays out. And also, there is obviously just a ton of emotion attached to this game. Anyway. Yeah, this is a game we we all thought we were getting mm-hmm. uh, on that, that Monday night football game, obviously. For sure. DeMar Hamlin doesn't happen. Um, he uh, We'll see if he's in the stands. I know he, yeah. he wasn't at the last game. The fact game, that he's but, just I mean, that's... come this far is right. awesome. Oh, right. my God, it's awesome. Um, yeah. Buffalo, five-point favorites at home. It's five points, yeah. It's an, in, it's an interesting line. It's, it's kind of an ugly line, uh, and that's for me, that's kind of a sign that Vegas is a little unsure you what's going to happen. Do you have the lines for the rest of the games? I sure do. What's the... I just, just as a comparison, what's the spread for the rest of these games? Well, let me tell you at the DraftKings Sportsbook, Justin Penick, the other thing that happened when you walked right into this room, I told you I placed a bet on a game. Yeah, what's that bet? I'm waiting. I placed a bet on the other Sunday game, the Cowboys versus the Niners. Mm -hmm. And you can go place a bet at the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Uh, for new customers and existing customers, you can get the bigger payouts with the stepped-up same-game parlays. A lot of people at that Talking Giants party had some Saquon mm. touchdown bets going. Mm. I'll tell you what. Uh, can I tell you what Joe's was really close to hitting on? What's that? He had the Giants oh, money yes. line. Giants money line. Daniel Jones, I think, rushing yards. That, uh, that, that hit the over. Saquon Barkley, anytime touchdown. He needed a Kayvon Thibodeau sack to get yeah. $700. Big boy bet. Kayvon Thibodeau sacked at $700. I thought I saw a, a please Kayvon tweet from him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, I thought it was just about the game. He almost no. hit. He almost no. hit. There was, there was more on the line. Uh-huh. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code BAKERS. Wow. New customers can bet $5 on any NFL divisional round and get 200 and bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code BAKERS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I placed a bet. Hey, what was your bet? I'm on the Niners. I, uh, yeah. um, for obvious reasons. Um, I'm also a big believer in like, didn't the Niners basically get two extra days rest? Because yeah, they played on Saturday. Sat- yeah, yes, yeah, so they, they played, played on, on Saturday. Saturday. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys played in Tampa on Monday. On they were Monday the, night, they were the early game Saturday too. So another yeah, another four hours. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that stuff doesn't matter. Never mind. Here's what I'll tell you. I I obviously believe in game scripts and how this gets ruined is if the Cowboys get the ball, Tony Pollard, they march down the field, they go they go up ten nothing, they go up fourteen to three, and then it's Brock Purdy versus that pass rush for the Cowboys. Then yeah, the Cowboys have a formula, but I'm not gonna believe in that. I'm not the biggest McCarthy guy, uh, and I'm a big Shanahan guy. Yeah, well, I think Shanahan's the best coach in the league. So, so what what's the when all what's that's the spread? In the it's minus three and a half right now. Why? So they think, in comparison to Bills Bengals, they think the Bills have a a larger shot of beating the Bengals than the you Niners do the Cowboys. You can't tell me that the Dallas 49er game is going to be closer than the Bengals and the Bills. You can't tell me. You can't convince me that. What's going on there? How obnoxious are people going to be about the AFC? Because I was just about to say, is Bengals-Bills going to be the first, like, this is kind of the Super Bowl game? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, the offense should be up and down the field. Um, I think whoever wins this game is going to win the Super Bowl. 
You're anti-Chiefs. You hate them. I'm not anti-Chiefs. You're anti-Chiefs, it sounds I'm not, like. I'm not. I it just think like the, these two teams in particular, there's there's just something about them this year. And the Chiefs could very well just come out and just be like, well, we're the Chiefs. We're Patrick Mahomes. We're Andy Reid. And we're just going to be good for a very long time. Doesn't matter what we got going on. You know, Tyreek Hill, whatever. You know, we're only going to get better. <laughs> we're yeah. only going to get better you know, because they're going to build without Tyreek Hill. And they're going to have, you know, drafts to do whatever. So... But I do think the winner of that Bengals-Buffalo game will, that team will win the Super Bowl. But I, I find it to be so shocking. All right, so again, not, I don't want to jump all over. But just as a comparison to that, it's, it's Bills minus five. Just Bills as a comparison, what's, I, I think the Giants-Eagles is Philly minus seven and a half. Sure is. And then let's guess Jacksonville-Kansas City. Please. My guess is, I mean, this may be, I'm maybe giving Jacksonville a little too much credit. My guess is minus five and a half. Eight Chiefs. and a half for the Chiefs. Eight and a half? You're a Chiefs hater. Everyone's talking about it. No, I, I'm not a Chiefs hater. It's kind hater. of the gossip in the office close today. games. <laughs> I want close games. And, the, man, these, these sports books are going big. Before we bought back to Saturday, I, Bills, Every Bengals, I want to I kind of close the circle on it. Bang, Bills, if you tell people they might be the best team in football, everyone, I think, bops their head. Josh mm-hmm. Allen coming into the year, that's kind of what everyone expected from them, and they went 13-3. and three. Yeah. The Bengals with a sneaky 12-4 and four after going 0-2 the first two weeks of the season. Joe Burrow, I think there's still like a Cincinnati Bengals like overlying gray cloud that people, I don't know. I, I, don't, I think people still mentally have the Bills and Chiefs a half step up above them, which mm-hmm. they went to the Super Bowl last year, obviously. And I, I've been on a, and I don't know where you stand on this because we talked before the season, but I talked about it with that Monday night football game. If the Bengals went into Buffalo and they won, which here we are again doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Joe Burrow versus Josh Allen. I feel like that's not a quarterback debate. Right. Everyone loves Josh Allen. If Joe Burrow goes into his house and does it after bringing them to the Super Bowl, like give me all the Joe Burrow stock. Yeah, it's a tale as a uh, tale as old as time as they say. Mm. You know, do you do you want the skill position players, or do you want the offense line? Now, the Bills don't have a good offensive line, but the fact that the Bengals are down three starters, I just That's think it, it just puts, it just puts, if you're down three starters, it just puts whatever opponent you're playing, especially in the playoffs, it puts you on another level, too. So obviously, the Bengals skill position players are awesome. When Tyler Boyd's your slot number three, it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, you know, give, give me that. Um, you know, they got, they, they always have, you know, good tight ends around. Hayden Hurst has, has, has done all right for them. Um, and then obviously Burrow and Higgins. I mean, you know, there's there's every fan base that needs a wide receiver. Does running the ball matter at all anymore? Um, to be a little, the Bengals, little sports talk radio. The, the Bengals actually, you know, what can maybe hold them back, hope it wouldn't hold them back in a playoff game, but what has held them back at times, and they've kept teams in games because of they, they're just – they're running a running the ball on downs and downs in situations that they're not supposed to, and it's just not it's not really working for them. Which is why seeing that Joe Burrow's you know he's not really slinging it down the field, throwing it down the field. So you would think the quick intermediate passing game could be there. You would think that teams aren't trying to maybe press Jamar Chase, press T Higgins. So if they're playing off, if they're playing cushion, the quick intermediate passing game can be an extension of the running game on early downs, stuff like that. So I, I they are on a nine game winning streak. And I think the Bills are on an eight-game winning streak. So that's what's that's what's really really fun. Oh, hey there. Yeah, we got some spies in the room, literally, and we've got uh, some fun code name stuff coming up for mm-hmm. people. Yeah, I'm. I've been more into fantasy football than I ever thought I'd get to in my life. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised as I just bring this up now. Devin Singletary outrushed 
Joe Mixon this year. Yeah. And Joe Mixon had, quick math, about 40 more carries than him on the yeah. year. Well, that's, that's crazy because that's surprising. Mixon was hurt. Mixon was hurt for a decent portion of the year. Then even when he, I think he came back, he's been in like a RBC running by running by committee here. So, or RBBC, what do they call that? Yeah, yeah but, uh, and then the Bills, BBB. they got a... <laughs> They, yeah. they got a they got a couple they got a couple different running backs too float, floating around there too but you know these are I think uh, Burrow has over six hundred pass attempts this year mm. which is crazy which is crazy Dude, and and, crazy and again stuff. remember one you know that that first Bills Bengals game didn't count like it it's not it's not on the books right. so um those pass attempts registered in that game didn't even count so mm. over six hundred pass attempts in sixteen games for Joe Burrow the Brady one. That the, he's got the most passing attempts ever in oh, what might be his final season is some. Um, I don't know. If you ever bring up um, Michael Jordan's basketball reference, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, Michael Jordan. His, like, minutes per game in his final season are, like, insane. Yeah. He played, like, every minute. And you're like, you're 40 years old, man. <laughs> what do you have? Uh, 60, yeah, like, 60 pass attempts, Tom Brady, this, <laughs> this past week. It was nuts. crazy. It's nuts. Um, Bengals, Bills, I... I do think you're right. I I mean, I guess I went a little, now that we're sports media guys, Pat, yeah. you know, we've come a long way in these past few years. Um, still seeing the 49ers logo and that Cowboys logo next to each other mm-hmm. on an NFL playoff weekend. That still hits some heartstrings yeah. with yeah. me, man. Uh, what's, um, where, where are you at? I, we, you obviously have a, fami- a big familiarity with the Cowboys, seeing yep. them a couple times this year. Um, their defense surprised a lot of people this year, um, and I wonder how much of that is anchored to Micah Parsons and yep. uh, Dan Quinn, who's getting a lot of head coaching looks. And my shower thought last night is not a unique one, but it's it's really a heavy cut because my Broncos are looking at Dan looking, Quinn, and I yep. was like, okay, if that happens, how am I going to feel? And it was pretty funny to think that Dan Quinn would be a Super Bowl winning coach if Mike Shanahan... Right. Who now is one of the wow. who is now one of the most respected NFL head coaches. Like uh-huh. if if you did a creative franchise, like I'd say like thirty percent of people would like pick Mike Shanahan to be their I would their head coach. I would. So he had in place arguably the best offensive mind in the sport. Mm-hmm. They were up in the Super Bowl, a defensive head coach. If his offensive coordinator made one good play uh-huh, call. Uh huh. Dan Quinn's a Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah. With Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when I was talking myself into the and him and the Broncos, I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe because yeah. right now the Cowboys' defense looks really good, and that is the only thing. Well, we know you talk about offensive skill power. You know, with Tony Pollard and him breaking out, Ceedee yeah. Lamb, their tight end room. I know not a lot of them pop off the sheet, but it feels like one of those guys Good. is open on every play. I like Jake Ferguson. Um, him, who's it, Hender, Hendershot? Hendershot, yeah. He, he does stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's going to be the game script of this game. If the Niners are up, I think it's over. Oh, yeah, I, Run I the think ball. McCaffrey, the play action, Kittle, Debo, game over, see ya. I do think, and we saw Brock Purdy's first half of playoff football, if they're passing a lot, and that was, you know, it was funny in that, in the Cowboys-Buccaneers uh, game, there's two moments. There was, I heard people talking about it, and they were like, if Brady passes the ball too much, which is all the Bucks <laughs> did this year, right? 
you give the Cowboys pass rushers that many chances, it's just not going to work out. The other thing was, that Cowboys O-line still mauls, man. Yeah. Like, when there was that Tom Brady moment of the game where they, they had the end of the third quarter drive, and you're all like, I don't know. Maybe he is Tom Brady, right? Mm-hmm. And then they went back down, and Zach Martin is just tossing guys down the field. Yeah, so Hall of Famer. Wow. Like that. Yeah, he's six 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 straight Pro Bowls it's, or six straight crazy. All Pro or something crazy. like that. Um, so what what else should we be looking for in that game? Well, this is going to be a huge game for me because I, I every year, it, like in the NFL, I watch the NFL. I watch mo, you know mostly my Giants, but even just observing how the NFL goes every year, I, I learn you learn something new. A couple years ago was the importance of explosive plays, and you know basically you know looking at how the top ten teams in the NFL that produce the highest explosive pass play rate, and then they stop you know explosive pass plays on the defensive side of the ball. Those teams have like a sixty percent winning percentage, um, like those top ten teams. So that's like the name of the game. Most likely, if you're doing a good job doing that, you're going to be a winning football team. Um, this year, I'm really learning this with hopefully, you know, coach of the year, Brian Dable. Mm. Coaching is so important. Having a good head coach. I mean, if, if you don't have a coaching advantage, I, I, I don't know. I don't even know if you could start. Mm. And I think right now, this will be a huge test for the Cowboys. If they can somehow pull off this game, then I will maybe not scrap the theory, but I, I'll, I'll not put as much emphasis on it. I think the Cowboys will go nowhere with Mike McCarthy because Mike McCarthy is not a coaching advantage. He, is not, he does not give the Cowboys an advantage with his coaching. And I think, and honestly, Serge, you talk Tony Pollard being explosive. Are they even going to let him? Mm. Ezekiel Elliott had 13 right. attempts for 27 yards. Right. Tony Pollard had 15 attempts through 77 yards. I, I've heard Dallas fans, you know, I, ma- I made some YouTube shorts on the, J- on the JM football channel, mm. and I've heard Dallas fans say, well, Zeke could catch the ball and he could pass block. That's great. Right. That's, that's fantastic. But sure. that doesn't mean that Tony Pollard, who has been arguably a top five, top three running back in the NFL this year, on efficiency and also just total production too. Yeah. And he's in a running back by committee and he's not even getting the 50% of the carries. He's getting like 40%, 30% at, at certain times, certain games because uh, ownership and also the coaching staff has just this blind bias to Ezekiel Elliott, I guess because he's a name and they're paying him a lot of money. But Tony Pollard is such a weapon and look at the way that Dallas or look at the way that San Fran uses like 21 personnel with two running backs on the field. Look at the way the Giants use 21 yeah, personnel. That was big this past week. Yeah, I'm... putting Breida in motion and misdirection. A lot, a lot of the stuff that Jacksonville does misdirection well, San Fran does misdirection well. A lot of the stuff, like they have the personnel to do some really, really fun things on offense. And really, it's been all on Dak. And Dak had an amazing game against the Bucs. And he was processing things faster. He was more decisive. He was more confident. But you can make things a lot easier on the quarterback. This is what the Jaguars are doing in a first year in a new system. This is what the Giants are very, very much doing. First year in a new system. You know, Trevor Lawrence struggled his rookie year. Daniel Jones has struggled for three years now. What those offenses are doing is they're making things easy on the quarterback. And that's fine. That's fine. We, you know, right. Not every quarterback needs to needs to make the insane Mahomes Allen throw and like, oh my God, my jaw's on the floor. Not every quarterback needs to have the brain of Peyton Manning. It's just give me the production, score points, win games, and coaching is part of that. And Mike McCarthy 
does not give Dak Prescott, the Dallas Cowboys, the coaching advantage. The way that they can win the game, though, is if their defense is all-time records because that front four and that pass rush led by Micah Parsons, Demarcus, Demarcus Lawrence, they've even got like Sam Williams in there. Um, you know, if those guys can wreak havoc, and if they can get in Brock Purdy's face, you know, there's, I feel like every week there's going to be an opposing team that's going to say, this is still a seventh-round quarterback that we're playing. I've dropped that narrative. I'm like, all right, Brock Purdy, really damn good. And Kyle Shanahan, no matter what quarterback he has back there, it's going to be literally the same production. Whether it's Jimmy G, whether it's Brock Purdy, doesn't matter if you're first round, seventh round. You know, what quarterback, Kyle Shanahan's going to get the same production and the same efficiency out of that offense. But still, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you've got to be saying to yourself, this is still a seventh round rookie. Let's get in this guy. Let's get in this guy's face and see what he's about. Right. You got to try to ruin his day. Yeah. You got to try to ruin the kid's day. And yeah, I remember I, I de- debated his loosely used at John Boy Media. Um, but I remember when the Cowboys hired McCarthy, I liked it um, just because he had, you know, he had managed the Packers right. and the Cowboys had a lot of talent and they still do. And I think they needed that. And I was saying, who was the Cowboys' last coach before McCarthy that I was supporting him? Because I very much, coming into this game, Shanahan, 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 Jason Garrett. And that's not shots fired to anyone in the room. Mm. Um, But But you even saw it there. How talented are those rosters? Right. And never did anything. Right. Never. Um, So I want to backtrack a little bit. Is going back to Bill's Bengals. Yeah. You just did a, a beautiful soliloquy about head coaches. Zach Taylor and McDermott. Awesome. You're in on both of them. Oh, yeah. yeah if and you had also, to pick one, if you had to pick one, where would you go? This is tough because part of me goes to who's your offensive play caller, too. Um, this will be a big test for Ken Dorsey because Ken, because Brian Dable with, with Josh Allen adjusted last year, right. and they adjusted kind of the last two years where it's like, hey, we had those big explosive plays one year, and then they, he kind of kind of reined him back a little bit. Ken Dorsey's not reining Josh Allen back, and it's resulting in turnovers, and it's resulting in some you know bad football. Um, that's kind of how the Dolphins got back into the game last week when they shouldn't have gotten back in that game. So where do I lean, Justin? Stop, stop buying time. I want to give my pick first. Get your pick first. I think I'm on Zach Taylor. Yeah, and okay. it, it's a little obnoxious. McDermott's just got a couple moments in my head that jump out. Like, remember that Patriots game in Buffalo when Belichick just kind of tormented in the wind game? Oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, nobody needs to pass today. Yeah. But they had Josh Allen, and Mm -hmm. they could have passed because they didn't have Mac Jones. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, wake up, man. So, I don't know. He's got a couple moments, and I just flash back. Again, the Cincinnati Bengals, 12-2 and in their last 14. They went to the Super Bowl last year. The Bengals. That's not a franchise that does that. And, again, you want to talk about... Coaching, elevating roster. You know, the, Brian Dable's doing that with the Giants. Um, you know, that was not a Super Bowl roster necessarily last year. No. And the, the line was worse. The offensive line was worse. Yeah. So, let's. I'll, I'll go with you with Zach Taylor. Because I, I kind of, right now, I'm leaning offensive coaches. And, you know, McDermott could, you know, if, if, if uh, Ken Dorsey one day does leave and, go, and goes and get a head coaching job, then it's like, well, you know, who in that Buffalo line and who in that Buffalo tree is ready to step up and be Josh Allen's offensive play caller? So that is, I, I view, I kind of view like head coach and then offensive play caller. And if a, and if a head coach is an offensive minded coach, like I think even better, I think that's why they're so highly sought out, sought out after. But you can be a defense coach, but you got to make sure that you have that really, really good offensive play caller. 3 p.m. in Buffalo. Bengals, Bills. That's a... Uh, hot time for a game. 3 p.m.? This is an odd time for a game, huh? 
Um, I don't know. Gives gives the good people of Buffalo two more hours to yeah to get ready. They'll be there at six a.m. to get prepped for the game, crazy. if you will. Um, let's do some Saturday, Justin Peck. Yeah. Um, and let's get to your G men because uh, you hate the Chiefs. The Giants, <laughs> the Giants, and the Eagles. We'll be watching this game at Billy's, like you mentioned. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'll tee it up a little bit. Eagles and Giants, they played twice this year. Um, the second game, the Giants, you know, basically called off the dogs in yep. Philly a little bit. Um, it feels like, it felt like the Giants didn't have to play a perfect game against Minnesota. Like, right. the Vikings, everyone's given their Vikings speech. They were not your traditional 13-4 and four team or whatever they were. The pass defense was the worst in the league. They won a lot of football games. Yep. It lined up pretty good for the G-Men. The Eagles. The Eagles. They were a sexy team coming into the season. We did some preseason football stuff. The two teams, me and Biebs, have been laughing all year. Eagles and Vikings, where everyone's kind of sexy. They might yep. click this year. They both kind of did. Yep. One team everyone doubted all year, and they lost to your Giants the first weekend. The other team everyone's in on, because, man, when it's looked right with them, they have looked disgusting. How are your Giants going to win this football game? My Giants are going to win this game by hoping that the Eagles still don't trust Jalen Hurts to run. Okay. Hoping that the Eagles still don't trust Jalen Hurts to sit back there and run around, maybe make some plays or, you know, hold the ball where maybe he's throwing the ball a little bit deep down the field. However, I, you know, the Giants pass defense has done a solid job at stopping the explosive pass play and, you know, making pass deflections down the field. This Giants team is going to win by... Lane Johnson not being uh, totally healthy on the right side. I think he is going to play, though. Um, the Eagles have been you – know, a lot of people talk about over the last month, the Eagles being a different team without Jalen Hurts. I think it's also been they've been a very different team without Lane Johnson at that right tackle spot yeah. where they haven't been able to pull offensive linemen to get linemen in space and get their running backs in space kind of like they used to. And when Jalen Hurts goes out, so does the designed running game of your offense as well. Jalen Hurts not on the injury report, which – I will never root for injury, but I would have liked Jalen Hurts to be on the injury report. Yeah, <laughs> you slowed down a little just, bit. I would like to not have Jalen Hurts at 100%. That's, that's, that's encouraged. Um, he was already hurt. Yeah, he was already so, hurt. So they had the bye week, which helped. The Giants kind of had a bye week when they played the Eagles week 18. Right. And then also it's going to come down to Evan Neal too. The Giants right tackle first round pick who has not been good this year. Uh, the Eagles have like 70 plus sacks on the season, which is crazy nutso stuff. I think they have four players. Um, with 10-plus sacks. Guess who's number five um, on the Eagles and, like, the team leaders in sacks? It's Fletcher Cox, who's a very, very good Devontae player. Devontae Smith. No, okay. wrong. Close. That would have been nuts. He Imagine 165 pounds. That would have been nuts. Eight sacks. He is. He probably eight. could get eight sacks on this Eagles defense, he's, but... Uh, he's kind of nasty. That's where this game's going to come down to. Jalen Hurts, Lane Johnson... Can the Eagles run the ball with Jalen Hurts? Can, is that element of, of uh, the Eagles' offense there? And then also, can the Giants uh, pass protect up front to let Danny Dime? What are obnoxious collection? What's Daniel Jones' stat line if the Giants win? What's Saquon's stat line if the Giants win? I, I really do think that this is going to be a close game. I don't think we're, the Giants are going to get off to a lead and then Saquon Barkley's going to have 25 pass times. I think it's going to be it has to be similar to what it was last game. Daniel Jones, I think, is going to need to throw the ball out. 25, 30 plus times. I mean, if you're talking about you're throwing 40 plus times, then it's like, oh, you're behind. And it's like a you know right. big blowout. You still kind of want balance because Saquon should be involved in the receiving game. Right. So let's get, let's get 15 carries for Saquon, 
let's get another five, six catches in there for some 50 yards to add to the all, all-purpose yards, scrimmage yards for him. Um, and let's get Daniel Jones, you know, thir- 30 attempts and – you know, let's let's try let's try and get him around 300 yards with a, with two touchdowns with maybe a rushing touchdown added. They're going to need score points. They're going to need score points. Defensively, if there's one thing, Giants versus Eagles, is it limiting AJ Brown? Is it uh, is it cutting off Smith? Yeah, and I'm not I'm not worried about AJ Brown. Okay, um, I'm worried about Devontae Smith. Okay. Yeah, because I think the Giants are having pretty good at limiting yards after the catch, and that's where A.J. Brown really eats. Um, we have corners that if, if if Wink Martindale wants, they can play press, they can play physical. I hope that they're not playing that kind of quarters coverage that they were playing last week against the Vikings where they were kind of playing off. Now, they could allow the underneath stuff, but then you have to trust your defense to limit yards after the catch, come up right. and make the tackle. So if that's their game plan, you know, okay, Um but I kind of want the Giants. I would rather the Giants' defense, if they're going to go out this game and if the Giants are going to go out, go out swinging, get, press, get, get physical, press at the line, bring some blitzes, let Wink Martindale kind of go nuts and see if you can hit Jalen Hurts and maybe get him rattled a little bit. Because I think Jalen Hurts is not – Josh Allen, uh, Patrick Mahomes, those are two quarterbacks that are on a do-not-blitz list. Do not right. do it. Do not choke. Like the cover zero look that the Dolphins showed last week against the Bills – that was the big Stefan Diggs play. Right. It's like, why, do, why are we showing Josh Allen cover zero? He's just going to toss it downfield. Stefan Diggs is going to win. So um, I'd rather the Giants be physical, go out trying. Jalen Hurts, I think he's not on that do not blitz list. Even though you think he would be, he's a little bit more susceptible to pressure. So go out swinging. I'm, I'm going to f- just feed you a little bit because I mentioned, you know, Cowboys, Niners. That hits heartstrings for me. I, I yeah. remember, you know. I go back to Steve Young, T.O., you know, and I can I can picture that, and that's America's team, quote-unquote, yep. the Cowboys, the 49ers. We, I, you know, my generation has a bunch of guys that are Niners fans for life because when they were learning football, the 49ers were the best team, so they became Niners fans. Eagles-Giants. It's got something. It's, it's got some juice. It's going to be ugly. It's got some juice. The Giants need to come out and punch them, man. You yep. need that. You need that. The Eagles are coming off the bye week. The boys are, you know, settling into the playoff game a little bit. They When players break routine, Giants got to yeah. come out, punch them in the mouth. Kayvon, get out there early. Someone yeah. get out there early. I I don't know. I'm a, I'm a long-time listener of, of Talking Yanks, and I remember you and Jim, you know, w- would have discussions. I don't know if you had them recently, but I remember in years past, you have discussions on momentum and how you were like, Fuck people who say that like momentum's not a thing, and you know the I've Giants have been playing what what it comes down to. Yeah, the Eagles have a great roster. That's what scares me. Eagles have like the best roster in the NFL. It, that's the thing that scares me. The Giants do not have a good roster. They have very very good coaching. Eagles have good coaching too. But the Giants have been playing their best football over the last month, and they've been not just playing their best football. They've been playing good football. They've been playing good football. The Eagles have been playing their worst football this season, the last month. Yes, they've had injuries, and they're getting guys back, but this game, kind of in a nutshell, the Giants are playing good football. The Eagles just had a week off, and they've been playing bad football. Not not their brand of football the right. last month. That's what it comes down to. You got to make them squirm. Yeah. That's, if, if they come out their first two drives and it's you know 10 points, 14 points, the Giants have to make Eagles fans squirm. Oh, yeah. They got to go up, show them that this is going to be a game. Mm-hmm. We don't care how, you know, 
your talent guys, our talent guys, none of that. Like, this is giant. Make it Giants-Eagles, not A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith right. versus Hodgins and yeah. Slayton. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to lose that battle. Darius Slayton will be defined by... Sorry. It was a good moment. Don't, don't bring that back. Jaguars, Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't. We kind of have to start making moves. The Chiefs are fourteen and three. It's Mahomes and Reed. Like you said, it feels like they can roll out of bed. And there's a little almost spite this year that Tyreek Hill is gone. Good. We'll give it to Kelsey more. Yeah, which they have. How, how you can? How Travis Kelsey got 110 catches this year? I get it. Mm-hmm. He's the game plan every week. Yeah. And you just can't stop. I mean, <laughs> you know, you know, you know how long Andy Reid's been around. Andy Reid's been around for a long time. You know how long he's been with the Chiefs now. You you know what's coming. They're, yeah. they're, what's funny? What's the funny thing about NFL fans, NFL Twitter, whatever, is that people will panic over you know preseason training camp. Well, they're showing their hand. They don't want to. They don't want to show their <laughs> plays. Everybody knows what plays. Yeah. Especially if you're if you've been a coach that's been around for a long time like Andy Reid. Everybody knows what you're running. Nobody could stop him. You had nobody. You had you had, you had John Boy. <laughs> you had John Boy pretty impressed at at the live watch along because you guys, you know, you guys were uh, or Collinsworth in it or who Romo. Like you yeah. guys knew what plays were coming. Oh yeah, we we had a couple. We know ball. We know ball situations. Oh, speaking of doesn't know ball, Joe's oh, McFly Joe's shows McFly. up. Excited for excited Jags make for a game. I no, so here, so here's how they they can make a game, and it's uh, I really like the adjustment that Doug Peterson made for Trevor Lawrence this past week, where he kind of brought down the air yards. You know, even though they were down, kind of kind of brought it down. I'm gonna make things easy for Trevor Lawrence here. Pre snap reads, get some quick throws to the sideline, and then as the guy as the game kind of went on, introduce some misdirection stuff with ETN. I, I like I I have always liked Doug Peterson's offense just from a I've hated it. You know, I hated it when he was sure. you know the Eagles coach, but just from a schematic point of view, it's like it's fun. It's fun. You get guys you get guys moving. He's aggressive. Um, you know, I, it was it was very funny how the Brandon Saley Doug Peterson matchup was like mm. a, a coach uh, a coach off between like you you know who's gonna make like the bigger dumber moves yeah but I like it though that's like the football that I like well, being aggressive going for it bah, bah, bah. it's so funny that like Doug Peterson a lot of football people you know he was Brett Favre's backup yeah. and you know Philly special and so you know he he does some kind of aggressive and I'm like yeah hell yeah, Doug, yeah that's what I wanted my coach uh-huh. Staley I mean that guy. <laughs> Different brand, different brand. But, I mean, uh, the Jaguars could, like, I can very easily see the Jaguars being closer. You know, hey, could they even win the game because Doug Peterson makes a really, you know, big ball choice. But I can also see people talking about, well, if Doug Peterson only took the points here, then they would have been right back in it, which I think against the Chiefs, I don't think it matters. Like, field goals don't matter against a team like the Chiefs because they're going to finish. They're going to finish drives. They've had the most creative you know, red zone plays in the National Football League for, you know, what, a half decade now? And you got Travis Kelsey in there, too. They run those, you know, little, little sho- you know, they shovel that ball. Um, it's, it's very, very fun stuff. But uh, here, and I'll just give you one more, one more little stat thing, one more little schematic thing. Uh, how Trevor Lawrence drew, like, all those interceptions in the first half right. is Trevor Lawrence is not good against disguised defenses. Um, you know, so they, one of the interceptions they showed – Chargers showed like a cover zero look, cover zero blitz, and then they kind of pulled everybody out. Trevor Lawrence throws to somebody right right over the middle of the field, and it's like, well, how can you throw that? Well, there's different looks pre-snap. Everything's moving so fast. So uh, Trevor Lawrence still 
not doing so great when you disguise those coverages. And, you know, I, I know Steve Spaggs, you know, former Giants defense yeah. coordinator. I know he can do that if he kind of wants to. Showing blitz and then dropping guys back or even bringing the house a couple times too. So that's how the Chiefs can kind of uh, do some things, fun things uh, on the defense. But I would love for the Jags to, like, get Travis Etienne involved in the passing game, um, in the running game, kind of putting him on, you know, uh, you know putting him in motion, uh, giving him the ball when he kind of has momentum under his belt too. like him. I like him, and I like you a lot. Um, mm. I'll, I'll say this. I'm tea leaves in a little bit, and we talked some DraftKings before. Chiefs should win this ballgame, yeah. may, maybe even ugly. Like yeah. they, It could be big, and nobody would be surprised. This is why it's the first game of the weekend. If Bill's <laughs> Bengals is this kind of pseudo-Super Bowl and DeMar Hamlin to now and the Sunday game and thing, everything, my Jake math... The Chiefs getting the winner of that game. Yeah. I don't know. I know it. <laughs> the Chiefs have won. They're 10 and 1 in their last 11. Mm-hmm. All three of those teams, it's crazy how hot they are. It's crazy. And the, I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know. I know there could be the neutral site with the Bills, and that would be, mm-hmm. you know, this, this NFL extravaganza. It's neutral, it's neutral site no matter what, right? If, like, if the. If the Bengals win, it's still neutral site? Because aren't, aren't they? I'd have to double check. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I'm not, I'm not there yet until. We'll get, we're, we're there. Get there when we get there. Yeah. Do, do you want to pick quick. game winners? But hit me with them. Okay. Chiefs win first game. No denying that. Right. Who do you who do you have in the uh, Giants Eagles? Game? I I I'm not picking this on our preview pod. I'm going to pick the Giants to win, but I I have the Eagles winning. I think it's only neutral side of the Bills. It's only neutral side of the Bills. I think so. Okay. So I don't know. There you know. There's a chance your Bengals go in there, win it. And now they have to go to Arrowhead. And ah, Joe Burrow's not scared of literally yeah. anything in life. Yeah. Um, right, where are you with Giants Eagles? I'm eager. I think it's going to be a game. And then I think, kind of like that, the game they played, the Giants made that one mistake. What was it? A drop or a fumble against the Eagles? You telling me week and 18? And then it was just no, 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 no. Oh. The, the first time they played. Yeah. There was one, or fourth down, they didn't convert. I think it was a drop. Yeah, I mean, th- and that... And it was just like, the oh. interest. The interesting thing like about that... they were that, chasing dog. the Eagles the whole time, yeah. and they were trying to stay on their butt, mm-hmm. and then they had one mistake, and it was like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, the interesting thing about that 48-22 to 22 game is that the Eagles did get themselves into a lot of third and longs and a lot of bad situations, but they just kept converting that, you know, that, that first blowout game. So right. that's like the one... I'm going to rewatch the game. I'm going to rewatch the All-22 today. I'm probably going to talk myself into having a little bit more hope, but yeah, I am going Eagles. You're going Eagles, too. I'm going Eagles. You, yeah. you have to. I will be rooting Giants, and I hope I'm wrong. Um, I mean, seven and a half points. That's a, that's a big Vegas spread. Yeah. All these games NFL are big Vegas game. spreads. Right? Really, it's shocking. Uh, Bengals, Bills. Well, I think we're both Niners. Yeah, we're, so both, we can, we're both Niners. we can do that. Bengals, Bills. I don't know. You got to believe in something, right? I'll, yeah. I'll go Bengals. I, I love Joe Burrow, man. Man, we're, we're both against a, a good story. I'm going Bengals. We are against the story, which I hate. I, I was hoping you. I was hoping you would go Bills so we can offset. You know the good. You know good, what? Good How guy, about this? I'm Bills to win. I'm Bengals to cover. to cover. Sure. What is what is it? Good good teams win. Great teams cover. Yes. Is that what they say? I mean, <laughs> Joe Burrow, um, Justin Penick, you're the best. We have to get rolling. Everyone, check out talking Giants, talking football, uh, some of the best stuff, and just check out Justin Penick. My goodness, love it. Um, me and Beavs might do some baseball stuff. At another time, but it's kind of football season, right? Yeah. Sure is. So, 
Thank you, guys. Bake the algorithm. Love you. Goodbye.